Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live hey, Music. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jacks, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live this Radio. This is Chris Bishop, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this radio. is Naomi Thumb, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue. And we love AVA Live Radio. Welcome. This is your host, Jacqueline Jacks, with episode number 634 of Behind the Music, featuring a new song by an artist named Holly Brantz is going to be here. He has a new single out of Chicago, and if you know anything about Chicago, it's notorious for violence. In the past few years especially, Holly Brantz is witness to a lot of the worst, including some loved ones, to addiction. He's lost people. He has had to deal with extreme adversities. But out of it all, he managed to make music. And he knew about hustle and grind and getting to the bottom of what really needed to happen and what needed to be done in order to get this done. But when he discovered he wanted to pursue music, it really redefined his relationship with his father. He was raised by both his parents who did their best to give him a really good upbringing. And in the end, Holly Bantz has continued to polish his sound and give us music in its purest form, but giving us his own style in that and the content that will reflect on what he's feeling at that moment in time. Here's his new song. It's called Cash and the Grands. Flavani, I'm so iconic. My flow got tunnels, move dope right under. 
on AVA Live Radio behind the music. I want to go through some pointers for our hip-hop artists today. If you are interested in hip-hop music, you're making hip-hop music, and you want to market it, there's so much opportunity online. But, you know, a lot of times, I think many artists coming out of the gate miss the mark. It's probably because they just don't have a lot of experience in marketing. And why would you? Because it's not really your strong suit. You weren't trained in it. And it's difficult to understand what you need to do from looking at everybody else that's doing stuff wrong. But a lot of rappers actually are active on Twitter and Facebook and all these social media pages. However, they're doing this spam follower type of thing where they're just posting links. And I see it all the time on Facebook, especially where I'm just being combated with so many links, but never any story, nothing that is unusual, very, very few graphics that aren't just junked up like a poster. I mean, it's very rarely do I see an artist really building a brand. And I think that that's something that has been kind of a disconnection in the world today, especially in hip hop. There's no genuine engagement with fans. There's no real interaction going on with these artists or their followers just blindly spamming links and asking you to listen. And then it's a matter of, hey, I'll listen to yours if you listen to mine. And these little micro deals are made where nobody really gets to know your name. And all it equates to at the end of the day is just a lot of waste of time. I want you to trust me on this. This is not the way to do it. Not if you want long-term gain and success. It's good to be active on social media, yes. But how you're active and the the things that you put in action every single day are really going to make all the difference in the world, especially not only short-term, but long-term. Now, if your short-term game is just to get views, great, fine. You can do that. You can give views, you can get views, you can trade them all day long. However, 
if you ever want to get away from that one action and you want to utilize these social media pages for what they are and what they are bringing to your value as an artist and building your brand, then you have to do more than that. There are some things that just must happen. Now, I have a course coming out called the Music Marketing Master. The classes are going to start very, very soon. You can look it up and get some information at musicmarketinginsider.com. Aside from that, I'm going to give you a few tips while we're here. One thing is to produce regular content. So when you have a song coming out, you want to make sure that you work around each individual release. And I'm talking about taking the the idea behind the song and working through it, like working through how the song was recorded, who recorded it with you. Maybe there's some clips from the studio. Maybe you guys took pictures while you were in the studio. All that stuff is really great because it's content. It's little pieces of content that one, in a big way, you can write about and post on your own website and your blog, or you can make some videos about it, or, or, and you can micro release it. And those little micro releases would be like a Facebook post and tweets and all kinds of things that you can keep cycling all day long if you want to. Each one unique, each one specifically driving eyeballs and impact for something bigger than just listen. Because if all you're doing is just telling people a like for a like, you know, a follow for a follow, you're not gaining anything. You're just giving what you're getting, but you're not gaining actual fans. And people aren't actually listening to the music and they're not going to stick as a fan base. Based on a 30-day month cycle, I look at every single release that I do as a cycle. And before starting anything... Get the music announcement, one, on AVA Live Radio so the social media team can help you, but also so that press releases can be formed and they can start pushing your music forward to different markets, to different industry people and people that want to talk about music and want to discover new music. That's what we do. Now, what you can be doing is you can be concentrating on the imagery around every single that you release and the merchandise that you're going to release with it. On social media, your team should be making the music perfect, then developing almost a mini brand around every single release from the title and how you can work the title into merchandise to how that's going to affect and represent you from this point forward until the next one comes out. When you start to think about how the little pieces add up to one big piece, it really does help. Let's go over week one. So in week one, you want to live stream from inside the studio. How's your music being made? What can you tell us to get us excited and build anticipation for what's going to come out? Where did the inspiration come from? Is there a funny story? Did something interesting happen? Did somebody mess up in the studio? What was it difficult? You know, what was difficult? What was easy? What were the hurdles? What did you push through in order to get to where you are? You got to take fans on that journey and you have to speak from the heart because when you do and you take people on that whole experience with you, you're sharing and you're growing and you're engaging people in a way better way and it's a more impactful way. You post that on social media as a micro release. Hopefully you have a blog on your website and a newsletter and you post the larger piece of it in the blog and the newsletter. 
And when you go out on social media and people start commenting, you say, hey, get on my newsletter. I've got a new video coming out and I'll send it to you. You know, it's just as simple as that. It's not spam. It's reacting for every action. But you have to start out with a really great piece of content to get a reaction. So as you start to capture the attention through these micro blasts, these little posts that are each different, each unique, and talking about the pieces as they unfold on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, the more you live stream, you post little video stories, you do micro stories about what's going on behind the scenes, about how you're progressing. You show things how they're getting done. And the more you have of those pieces out there, they're like breadcrumbs. So you have more chances then to be seen and more chances for people to start getting excited about what's coming up ahead. At this point, they haven't really seen anything. They haven't seen anything except that you are making music. So you have established that you are making music, that there's new music coming out, but you haven't spammed them to do it. You've actually put out some really valuable pieces of interesting content because people are like, oh, there's a studio. What's that look like? And, oh, I really, that's interesting. That's how you got that beat. And, oh, that's who you work with. That's pretty cool. They look like, you know, you guys look like you're having fun there or anything that you can get that starts to build that momentum for you. But the point is just to take fans on the journey. Then after that, they want to hear snippets, right? So snippets could be like just the beat without the lyrics. You can give them a little bit of what's going on with the song and the direction. You can start doing and get a little elaborate. Start talking and interviewing your producer, asking him five questions on each video and putting out a series of videos of him asking you questions, you asking him questions, and you guys just doing your own micro interviews. Then you go on different shows like AVA Live Radio's Behind the Music and you start interviewing. You start talking about it, talking about your passion, do some blog interviews, do some magazine interviews, AVA Live Radio can hook you up with that. Just go to avaliveradio.info forward slash airplay and you can be posted in five, six different music curation platforms where those tastemakers really can make an impact for you. Then week two, the merchandise arrives. At this point, you've already started to build up, you know, a level of interest and a conversation. And so when the merchandise arrives and you start wearing it, you start getting excited, you open it, you, the boxes come in, you live stream, you like show it. And then you have a page on your website where people can already order it right as it comes out of the box. It's hot. That's when they should be ordering. If there's something in the theme or the message of your song, you could use that as an icon for your advertisements and your merchandise. It could be printed on anything you want, and you don't even have to spend money to pre-order the merchandise if you didn't want to. If you don't have money, then you go to like Spreadshop or um, Threadless or uh, Merchly. There's so many different t-shirt making stores that don't require you to do anything other than upload an image and decide what items you want to put out for sale. And then before you even have to place an order, you can test out all of those things right on the platform. You make a little bit less percentage, but then again, you don't have to put out that money until you know that you have something that works and you have designs that speak to your audience in the right way. Week three, it's all about the launch. So hopefully AVA Live Radio is on board with you. You're doing New Music Monday. You've gotten some behind the music in. You are, congratulations, launching your single. 
It's on streaming platforms. It's on YouTube. It's on every single space that will make it easy for people to find you and to listen to you, depending on how they like to listen to music. They want to buy it. You put it out there to buy. It depends on what your strategy is. Some people like to sell it on crowdfunds. Some people, they don't want to put it out on streaming. They just want it on their website. Whatever works for you is what you should do. I do recommend in the beginning, though, that you put it out on as many streaming sites as you can, at least one single, so that people can find you and locate you. And then they will find your website, hopefully from the link in the bios of all those sections. So once you get it all arranged on platforms, you start cycling it out on social media. Your, our team is already funneling it through previous content and working along with you to build up that momentum. It's important not to share the same stuff over and over again. And this is where usually everybody starts. Usually you don't do any of the other steps on week one and two that I told you about. You go right to just spamming the audience with the same link over and over and over again. Now, does that make sense? I think it does. I think now that I've told you about week one and week two and all that should be happening, if you have skipped to week three and all your action is is just to spam one link over and over again, you can see why this is not working for you. So moving forward, it's important not to share the same stuff over and over again. This is where many artists go wrong. You've got to have about 10 to 15 pieces of content. I recommend even more. If you have lyric videos, you have written lyrics, you have images, you in the studio, behind the scenes, interviews, all that around one single till you've exhausted it so that every single time you reshare that information moving forward, somebody can go back and look it all up when they're first discovering you and they can get everything they want to know about that one song because it's all there in your history and hopefully it's there on your website too. Some ideas for things that could be helpful content for you. One is links to your single on different streaming sites. Another is live stream talks about some of the words of wisdom that go along with the message. Also, some songs have really specific stories to them, how they were written, why they were written, who inspired you. Maybe there's some musical influences that really you wanted to try and capture and represent into this song and how you made them different. What are the instruments that you played or that were played? Who was in the production? Who was involved? Is there a music video and who is in that? Where is it filmed? Who's filming it? Where can I get the behind the scenes? All of this is content. Your video content itself and created in week one, you're taking pictures, you're taking videos, you're taking stories for Instagram, you're doing posts, you're doing all kinds of fun stuff around it. Then clips from your video stories that you can gather and you can re-release those on other platforms. So when you create a story on Instagram, it allows you to save it to your phone. Save it to your phone and then put it out, one, in a GIF on Twitter with a link to where they can sign up for your newsletter in anticipation of the new music video and merchandise coming out. And two, use it on Facebook, because Facebook actually does well with short videos. So aside from launching the full video on Facebook, you can launch short videos as well so that you have more breadcrumbs out there representing your work. 
you can always link to the page on your website where the video is embedded or to your newsletter or to the main video on Facebook from short form videos that you put out. But the point is, is that you're just leaving a trail. You're not just spamming the same content out there all the time. It's so unimaginative. I can't even tell you. It's boring. Official photos are also really good. Photos taken while trying to create your single cover is amazing. The album art is amazing. How, what kind of details, like when you sat down to design the album art, did you draw it? Did you do a time lapse of you drawing it? Did you show the different things that led up to choosing that one? You know, the process, that's what we want to know. Behind the screen shots of anything behind the screens. The photos from the gigs. Are you performing the songs? Did you perform this week? That's all great content. Thanks, Twitter. Good to see you. Selfies wearing your merchandise. Now, if you don't wear your merchandise, I have to say, I don't think anybody else will either. So make sure that you're wearing it. Now, week four comes along, and after the release is done, typically people don't go any farther than that. They usually go right into recording another song and ignoring everybody and jumping off the grid until they're ready to spam us again with the final product. Week four is very special, though, because whether you're doing an official music video or you're going to perform the song live online or you're going to live stream about it or maybe you're going to create some lyric videos or whatever it is that you're going to do or whatever it is you have to announce. Maybe you're doing a radio tour. There's all kinds of things in week four that would spawn off of week one, two, and three. And as you complete those, you want that all to be part of your week four. This works for photo shoots and gigs too, because if you can grab your cell phone and take some video of it as you go along and do these things, even if it's one minute videos, you have something for people to watch, something that in their perspective is more than what they're doing now. Maybe they're sitting around looking to be entertained and they love your music. Maybe you have dedicated fans that are genuinely interested to see what it's like to shoot a video. Those are really great pieces for you to have and other people to be involved with. So to gain hype about a current release, it's really important that you build that anticipation and that excitement. Then you can break it up into smaller stories online. You can push it out different ways. And you can really keep people entertained on your social media pages. Those are just some ideas for creating an impact. Like I said, I have this amazing course coming out that is going to help you make $100,000 in income from your music every single year. I highly suggest that you sign up for the newsletter, if nothing else, at musicmarketinginsider.com. Even if you don't do the course, you will get some really amazing tips and ideas from me, just like this one I'm doing for you right here. And I think it's really important that you think about all that you can do to entertain your crowd, because right now there are billions of people on social media waiting and looking and wanting to be entertained, and they all have money and they all make impulse purchases. And everybody wears a t-shirt, everybody listens to music, and everybody has to buy gifts for the holidays. And if it's a $10 gift that you come out with or a $20 gift that you come out with that is amazing, they will buy it from you because it's hard to find something that's creative, unique, and really awesome to buy for people for the holidays. 
this is the time to do it. If you don't have it set up before Halloween strikes, rush to get it set up now because this is the time when people start buying. Soon the stores will be pushing every piece of merchandise they have and you'll be lost in the shuffle. But if you listen to my words, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you what I tell the labels. When I work with people in a much larger scale and I help them to develop their platforms and build a brand, that's what I do. And this is one of the ways that we do it. So please get out there. If you really want this to happen for yourself, you can make it happen. Just baby steps all the way to the end and follow my lead. This is Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. Have a great day, you guys. And if you're in the hip-hop world and you want to submit your music, go to avaliveradio.info forward slash airplay. Have a great one. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, this music. is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this Radio. is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Chris Beeson, and I love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Naomi Thompson, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue. And we love AVA Live Radio. Live Radio.